0: pow! Hello, welcome everyone. It is Thursday and I am here for the Daily Brew. It's actually afternoon now. I've spent a while getting ready this morning. I guess it was a slow morning. But part of that is that there was a lot to do this morning. Um, Last night is when the, the monetary transfer occurred, and so I've been having to go and pay all my bills and stuff, especially all the ones that bounced during the first day. Make sure that the processing is updated so that, like, my health insurance doesn't cancel itself. And... Stuff like that. Um, Anyway, it's been a busy morning. I read some of a book about reading books. Where'd it go? Where is it? This book. This book called How to Read a Book, which is a ridiculous title for a three hundred page book. Because if four hundred page books. Because if you don't know how to read a book, how the fuck are you going to read this book? But it teaches you. This is a cool book, man. This is one of those circumstances where I open a book and I read the introduction. I go, wow. I'm glad I'm reading this because this is a this is a cool book. Initially, it talks about not only methods for reading more quickly, but more importantly, methods for reading effectively, and how to translate those methods to the reading of any type of piece of media. We'll see how effective those translations to other types of pieces of media are, probably they need some updating, but the general principle that you can improve your own ability to parse information via practice and methodology makes perfect goddamn sense to me, and so I'm very, very glad to be reading the book. Isn't that freaking cool? Very cool. Anyway, I did that. Did some sunlight. Got some things done. You can tell that I'm not caffeinated. I can tell that I'm not caffeinated. God, I wish I were caffeinated. Brew faster tea. Brew faster tea. Um. But uh, but it's been it's been a solid and good morning so far. I did wake up and have an interesting discussion in somebody else's Discord about um. The nature of consciousness and what exactly it is that reactors are doing when we're doing these reaction videos and why it's compelling, which is a tough question to answer because I think it's a complicated, a complicated question. I think there are multiple, multiple questions there and multiple answers. And I'd like to invite all of you who watch this to join me as I discuss issues surrounding that particular topic with one psychulturist's, Ed. Um, I have thrown down the gauntlet to Ed in a, a joking manner. Gosh, I hope that he's taking it in a joking manner. Um, essentially, at, at one point in a few reactions ago, I, I made the, the bold statement, the bold claim that I am the best at this reaction game. A ridiculous claim, patently. There are people who are more popular than I am, and uh, people who get much more, more, much more viewership and interaction than I do. But I, I still think that I must believe that in order to do it. It's at least a goal to aim for. And by proclaiming myself the best, I invite other people to challenge me, and that's precisely what happened. Someone else who is pretty darn good at this, uh, at this game. And I have said as much, I think that Psychulturist Ed and Filmbuff are the only people that I see popping up repeatedly as competitive in any way in terms of the level and quality of analysis that they bring to the table. And that's cool, and I wish that there were more like them, so I'd like to to get into conversation with one of them and talk about it. Uh, Because I get this feeling like reactors don't talk to other reactors, nor do we even very frequently watch each other, as far as I can tell because we're all too busy having our heads down and working, as far as I can tell. At least for me, when I started getting into this game, it was because I had watched a lot of reaction content, and I thought, quite specifically, I can do this better than they're doing it. Sorry, SOS bros, I have all of the respect for what you've done. Um, but I thought I could be way better than you, alone. And I think I am, actually. I actually think that I do better than than they do. And that's a cool thing to believe, but... They do way better than I do at certain things, and I do way better than they do at certain things, and so the real issue is that how do you define better, and on what axis does better matter? And the answer is, it's different for every dang viewer, and I get lots of viewers who get pissed at the fact that I talk unendingly about the content, and they just want to watch somebody go hee hee ho ho, and... That's what they're looking for, and in their value system, I am nowhere near the best anime reactor, and that makes good sense, and that's cool, and I'm I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, that's cool shit, because for what I'm aiming for... Nobody else is even close to touching me as far as I can tell. But I'm not aiming for the same thing as most people. And for what they're aiming for, maybe they're winning. Winning. There's no competition here. The only competition is for attention and time, really. There's no mutual exclusivity of multiple pieces of content except time-bound exclusivity, which is an important factor. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a reason that that the Brave browser and basic attention token make sense to me. Those are Those are good ideas because our attention and where we put it... ...in media and entertainment is... uh, ...maybe the most fundamental currency of the modern era. Seems more valuable than money to me. Seems like you can get money as long as you've got attention. So... ...maybe attention's a more important currency... ...and maybe people, people, people paying attention to you is... ...is an important form of... ...of trust or respect or something. Certainly we act as though our follower counts... ...and our view counts and our like counts and stuff... ...are important... And we seem to generally, by and large, broadly... Okay, I put all those out there and I don't have to say them ever again. Fuck. Um, Generally, by and large, broadly, we seem to pursue more viewership and more influence. And it seems like that's the thing that we're pursuing beyond the underlying pursuit of money and finances. Because we often utilize that money and finance to build out a, a system that produces more viewership something like that anyway this is sort of complicated philosophy of reactions and it's slightly different from the philosophies of criticism which are a different thing and something else that i find really interesting how to criticism and so it behooves me to to have just purchased as soon as my money came in one of the first things that i purchased was a book by northrop fry on four essays on the nature of criticism so I'm going to read the shit out of that, and we'll find out, I will find out more. <laughs> um, and that's the journey, and the process is to keep finding out more, and it's difficult. Ugh. Anyway, I wrote down, I, I'm meandering now because I'm not caffeinated, oh, this is done, okay. I'm meandering now because I'm not caffeinated, but I do have a plan for the discussion today, and I've got three things written down, and we'll get to them. So I, I saw that Psychulturist uh, Ed was live uh, a couple of days ago, and so I dropped into his Twitch um, for the second time, Having gone and watched a few of his actual videos, and, and what I did was I went back to the very first videos that he made that he uploaded on the channel, and I watched those to figure out why he had started, because that's a really important seed of of direction, and uh, I came to some conclusions about why he started, and I think they're, they're good reasons. I, I don't think that the reason matters that much, but it is important for determining where he's going. So then I I dropped in and I I, I dropped him a a message which I'll I'll probably copy paste here Um, and it was like Hark ye challenger for the throne of greatest anime talker person Um, let's talk basically let's let's have a chat and let's have a chat on a couple of specific topics and let's have a restrained discussion and we're back and forth now about scheduling um, and we're whispering back and forth on Twitch about uh, uh, how we want to handle it. He wants to handle it live I want to handle it recorded so we'll see if we can come to some kind of conclusion there Um, I I know that his primary audience is on twitch and so recording it is probably not good for him. Um but uh I hope to be able to brute force my way through that and force this to be a recorded discussion because I'm not I'm not comfortable at the moment in the live space. So we'll see. Um it's why I haven't ventured into live streaming as much as I might have otherwise and I've tipped, dipped my toe in a few times. I find it too chaotic. I find it a little too a little too much and a little too distracting. But that's me and not him and we need to find some common ground and figure out how we want to approach this moving forward and also how we want to manage distribution rights and who puts this video up on their channel and how and where and why and that kind of stuff. Um, So we'll figure it out but we're aiming to have a discussion of some kind on Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday evening and we'll see how it goes. So we're gonna have a duel, and the duel is really mutualistic, we both want to grow each other's channels by stealing each other's audiences, which is a great thing to do, and by, I think, at least, and and by collaborating, which I think is a great thing to do, and by putting together two minds with different perspectives, you know, Ed comes at anime from a very, from a trained psychologist's perspective, and I come from an untrained psychologist's perspective, but very much from a, a literary analysis and film criticism style perspective, with the the weird patterns that I have in my brain, because I've got some weird shit going on, and I'm I'm a little strange in the way that I view things, and I've got some experiences that are not quite normal. What is this? Hello. Well, I've lost my train of thought, but I'm I'm really looking forward to this discussion, and I see it as as an open door to an, an entirely new world for myself, and maybe for Ed. But you know, I'm I'm going to act selfishly in general. Uh as, oh, yellow, okay, easy peasy, thanks, man, darn, um, I was, I, so, I'll t- I'll tell you what that is, I'll just, I'll just tell you, I was buying cannabis, legally, I live in a, I live in a legal state, it's legal, I was buying some, and I, I was, um, I had, there's a deal to get, like, a percentage off, so I asked all my roommates if they wanted some, and some of them did, and some of them didn't, so we split up an order, but it turns out that there's a limit on how much one person can order at once, so I had to cut out all of their orders and just buy my stuff, and that'll be fine. Uh. All right, anyway, it was a stupid thing. Um, I'm really looking forward to this discussion. It it opens the door to me to interact with other people in the space, and YouTubers, and creators, and content creators, and people, and figure out why they're doing what they're doing, because I think it's the future. I mean, it's already the present, you know? Content creation is huge and sort of magical in a lot of ways, and I'd really like to know if anybody's actively thinking through why they're doing what they're doing. And I think Ed is a great place to start because he appears, to my faulty imagination and observation, he appears to understand what he's doing. And I I mean actually understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, and and some elements at least of why it's compelling and, and what he can accomplish. And the questions that he's asked me have indicated repeatedly that he understands w- w- what I'm asking, really, and what I'm trying to get at, really, and that he's already got his answer- answers lined up. And so we'll see how our answers differ, because they're going to. We're different people um, who see this from different perspectives and approach it in very different ways. And that's that's fundamentally cool and interesting and novel, and I can't wait. So, keep yourself apprised if you can. I'll try to keep updates going as far as what's going on with the duels and where where we'll go with that. Um but I'd like to have a really a really solid discussion with Ed in a few days about stuff and anime and reactions and streaming and content creation and parasocial relationships and all that. And all that jazz. Because I think it's an interesting topic that is basically our lives right now. And our, our moolah making right now. Although I believe that Ed has a private practice as well. So he's got something functional. He's not doing this full time, which is different than what I'm doing on a, on a base level. So uh, it's, it should be really interesting. We should have a lot to talk about. And I'm I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I can't wait. So then the two other things that I wanted to talk about this morning are sort of one thing, but they're, it's an umbrella category, and then one thing inside that umbrella category. The overarching category is dragons, because dragons, man, fuck. uh, And dragons in multiple fronts. I've got three-ish dragons to face in the next three-ish days. Four. Four dragons in the next five days. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so here are the dragons that I have to face. Dragon today is Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. I gotta go look at it again. Again, again. And I don't know how I'm gonna do that. Because the Zeta Rewind that I did was cool and people enjoyed it, but there are some critiques and some criticisms and they're valid. And I need to go and figure out... A baseline, because frankly I don't have time or energy or desire to go through every damned episode of Zeta Gundam and record like a revisit, re-reaction to it, there's no chance. So I probably want to spend much of today skimming through the whole series as quickly as I can to get to the crucial, or at least hitting on the crucial moments, like the the critical life-changing elements of the story. And just get them aligned a little bit in my head, so that we can move forward, maybe this week, maybe next week, probably next week, because I got more dragons to face, and I've only got so much mental energy, and it's i'm I'm anxious, and I think I'm anxious for reasonable reasons, like solidly reasonable reasons um so we'll we'll say one of the things that I'm anxious about is the duel that might be having happen- happening on Sunday because you know you go in public and you speak to somebody who might be more intelligent than you and there's the chance that you make a fool of yourself and that's a scary thing now i don't think i'm gonna make a fool of myself i've been doing this for a while and i'm pretty confident in my ability to speak to people who are as smart or smarter than i am and i'm totally happy to do that with ed and he seems like he's good at talking to people now that's a scary thing because he is a psychologist and 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 an actively practicing therapist which means that he's good at getting to people and getting getting deep into people but at least i hope and and believe that he will wield that power for good and that should be good So Zeta Gundam is today, Ed is on Sunday, Uh, The Duel is on Sunday, Um, tomorrow is Friday, Friday is my first doctor's appointment in six years. I don't know how it's going to go, I don't even know if I'm going to get a physical, It, it was confusing to me, and the whole process, frankly, is confusing to me. Part of the issue that I have is that I've never set up a doctor's appointment for myself, and so I've never set up a doctor's appointment for myself. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, there's this reluctance to it. A few weeks ago, I had never really done my taxes. I had never needed to. i never made enough money to need to. And when I did make enough money to need to, they were kind of auto-done for me, because, like, the taxes were just taken out of my salary and done, and done. So, I've never really needed to do taxes, I've never really needed to set up a doctor's appointment, because I went from childhood, and then into college, and in college, you, there's a doctor who's just there, and you just walk in, basically. Um, that's not how it works anymore, I think. I don't know shit. So I'm going to go in, and I'm going to have a doctor's appointment, and we'll see how it goes. I've got a couple of things that are going on with my with my health that I very much need to speak to a doctor about, and it's a very scary process of doing it, because I have the distinct feeling that I might walk into the doctor's office, and I might walk out of the doctor's office with a terminal cancer diagnosis, which is irrational, because I probably don't have terminal cancer. Probably. But I do have some proto melanomas, and I'm very scared of them... Um so, so, there's that. And, and frankly, you know, with melanoma, with certain cancers, you don't know whether they've spread further than you can see. And if this is metastasized inside my body, it might not be as simple as removing a few dots from my skin. It might be, like, an ongoing process of chemo and radiotherapy that might end me for a few months. Which would, which, by, by which I mean I might not be able to work. And that might mean that I'll die I don't know. I just don't know. So there's a scary dragon tomorrow, 11 a.m. I don't know if I'm going to be able to record Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Now, in previous weeks, I haven't recorded Cyberpunk Edge Runners on the day that it's meant to be recorded. I'll try to put up the episode onto YouTube and then I'll see what happens. Because if I come back from the doctor's appointment feeling okay, that'll be one thing. And if I come back feeling not so okay, that'll be another thing. And we'll see. Because it's a big uncertainty moment, right? And that's exactly what it is. I'm going to step into a big cave and I don't know if there's a dragon there. I've got this idea that somewhere in the dark of my uncertainty and unknowingness about my own medical health and how I'm doing, there's uncertainty there. And it's a terrifying uncertainty because I am as strong and as fit and as healthy and as, as awake and as feeling good and solid as I have ever been, more so than I have ever been in my entire goddamn life, including young childhood. Like I'm better than I was, more resilient feeling than I was when I was a child. Even though I'm in pain because I cracked my own fucking rib like an idiot, which is I believe what I did, even though I'm in pain, I still feel utterly, magically resilient. I feel really strong and I feel really, really flexible and mobile and stable and balanced and all of these really cool things. So it's a ridiculous, irrational dragon and that's part of why I'm talking about it. It's a Schrodinger's dragon, because I don't even know if there's a dragon in there, or just a little snake. Just a little lizard. I don't know. But it's, um, it's a dragon nonetheless. And then Saturday, we've got another dragon coming up, which is the first time that my Dungeons & Dragons squad will have met up in a month and a half or two? Will be this Saturday. And I'm DMing, and... Uh, I've been prepared for months and I'm also not prepared at all. We're in the midst of a combat. We we ended mid-combat because it was like 11 at night and I didn't want to go further into the combat because it might take too long and stuff. And we're in a hell of a scenario, man. We're in a hell of a situation. There, My players are in the midst of a, a play that they got invited to and at the end of the play which is a weird Shakespearean mishmash of Macbeth and Hamlet and King Henry V, one of the one of the actors stands up with this old like demonomicon book that is just being used as a prop and gets actually sucked into reading it and starts reading it on stage. And uh our wizard goes, That's a is that a magic that's happening? I'm like, that seems like a magic that's happening. He's like, counter spell, and he failed the roll. I thought I was gonna make it a fifth-level spell. He failed the roll. Uh-oh. So the dude's head explodes, and uh, zip, little zip line. Of a tiny incision is made between this plane and the plane of pure chaos, the abyss. And demons begin pouring through, as they do. And as they pour through, the orifice gets bigger, and bigger demons start pouring through. So, they're in the process of trying to stave that off. And also call for help, because this is bad. a big demonic incursion in the middle of a play, uh, a, a chamber full of people. Bad news. So, they have, at the point where we're at, they've pretty effectively gotten most of the humans out of here. And the wizard has done some crazy magic shit that I don't have time to explain to nail the spell and use a third level sending spell and change one letter of it to make it a third level mending spell, which he has used and I have ruled is enough for him to hold the portal where it is and prevent it from getting any bigger. Oh boy. And so demons continue pouring out and, well, they've got to figure out a way to close this thing, or get contact with somebody who can, and that should be really interesting, and we'll see how it all plays out as we move along. But uh, that's a dragon to conquer too, because sitting down and running a D&D game for your friends is tough, especially after a couple months, especially when it's like, you get the feeling like people are sort of moving away and shifting away from the hobby because they've got other things going on, and reasonably so. It's like, okay, well, I want to, I want to whip you all back in and, and hook you really good and get it going and make something interesting happen and make it happen continuously. Man, wouldn't that be cool? I think so. I think that would be cool. And then once D&D on Saturday, Sunday will be the, the, the duel with psychulturists. Potentially. As as long as that's what ends up working out, we might end up making it the next week or giving ourselves a little bit more time to prep. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I've got arrayed out for me in the next few days, and that's a lot for me. That's a lot, and I know that there might be some some competent people in my audience who are going. That's nothing, man. It's like ooh, that's not nothing. It's not nothing for me. You know, for some for some people, put one thing away in your room is an overwhelming task. I've been there. I've I've been there where I was at a level of of chaos and uncertainty that finding one thing in my room to take and put away in a different place was impossible to me. So broad and big. Uh, uh, Such an impossible thing to even... to even fathom. I think the answer is to just go and find... and pick up one thing and... figure out a place for it and put it there and then you did it and then... then that usually spirals into... well, the place where you want to put it is currently occupied by three other things. You might take those and throw them on the floor and... put it in its place and go... that one thing is correct. Everything else is fucked... But I can't deal with that. The one thing is correct. This one shelf is clean. Ah. And you sort of look at it in this bastion of mold and dust and cat hair and shit and laundry piles everywhere. And you're like, there. There's the one start of a clean thing that's correct. And that can be enough. And for me, that's like, maybe going to the doctor is enough. Maybe maybe going back and reevaluating Gundam is enough. Maybe one thing is enough. Especially if I can convince myself to do one more thing tomorrow. So that's where I'll leave you with another piece of homework. What's the one thing? And I don't mean literally one thing in your room. We did this before. We did this a little while ago. First off, anyone who commented on that one and mentioned a thing that they were doing, how's it going? How's it going? It's been a few days. Have you been able to turn those into habits to all the people who've been purchasing and beginning to read atomic habits have you read the first few pages have you figured out a schedule by which you will read that book every day until you are done reading it if you haven't i would recommend trying to do so might help a lot so yeah i'd like to know how are how are people doing with your previous assignments and with this one what one thing can you improve what one thing can you do you know like read one page or do one push up or do one pull up or you know walk one block i had um i had a couple of comments well a lot of people in relation to exercise have commented that they love exercise and that it's super important to them and that as i would expect there's an almost spiritual significance to it but i've also had a few comments from people who say that exercise is just not for them and well fair enough but You're wrong, actually. It is for you. And the reason that it's not for you is because you're bad at it. That's it. It's hard, and it hurts you, and it's going to, and the reason is because you're not what you should be. Um, Any human being that is not otherwise uh, uh, disabled, and I'm sorry for the phrasing there. I know that there are some, some disabled folks in the audience, and they have said that they want to be referred to if I must, as disabled, not differently abled, because that feels patronizing and wrong. So, unless you have a specific disability, every human should be able to jog a mile or so. Not fast, necessarily, but to do it. And I think every human should be able to perform a deep squat, and every human should be able to perform a push-up, even if it's a wall push-up or a knee push-up or one of the variations. Um, And beyond should, I believe that every human... It improves your mental state to do so. But where do you start and how do you start in a way that it doesn't murder you and isn't so overwhelmingly painful that you can't continue? That's a good question because I see a lot of people just recommending, you know, people who are fit think it's really easy because we've gotten it down to some extent. And I'm not that fit, but I'm pretty fit. Uh, Top couple percent for sure of the overall, right? Of the people who are training for fitness, I'm nowhere near it nowhere near it but I mean, not everyone's training for fitness and the vast majority of people as far as I can tell are not so people who are fit we have an easier time with it because we've trained it already and so it's very easy to scoff at the people who aren't fit and just be like well just do it man like duh but it's hard it's hard as hell and you gotta go through some kind of a, a moment of this pain is worthwhile and and it's gonna take experiencing some real pain and some real decision making from the people who are doing it so what's the answer I think it's walk I think it's walk. If you can walk without pain, walk as much as you can, as often as you can, wherever you can. Biking is good too, but bikes are, uh, you know, there's there's a barrier to entry, which is that you need a bike and not everybody has a bike. But everybody who isn't specifically disabled has feet and can probably use them. And I was thinking about my neighbor, who's in her late 60s or early 70s, who's got a Major hip and lower back pain, and she walks every morning at five thirty. And again, I mean, that's like, hey, why aren't you doing that? You should be able to. Is all sort of boring and lame and dumb, and I don't like that type of argument. But it works for her, and she's in a lot of pain, and it prevents her from being in as much pain. And that's the issue: is that you're gonna be in pain, man, and the the huffing and puffing and the burning in your lungs and the burning in your legs and the burning in your in your musculature and the the cramp in your stomach and all that all that terrible terrible horrible pain that you experience when you lift or exercise or work out or run or walk oh that's all real bad stuff it's real bad i'll admit it but i've met some people who have double hip replacements and they're not in a good place and they're in that level of pain all the time every day all the time. Knees are destroyed, hips are destroyed, legs are destroyed. And sometimes it's because they did specific sports. Basketball destroys knees. Basketball and running. Um, Running, running is... You can do it. You can do it, but you gotta be careful and don't run on concrete, I think. I'm not a runner and I don't like running, personally. I should run more, but I don't like it. I like biking and I like ellipticals, fine. but I don't like running. Um, now, some of them get those that, those things destroyed because they work too hard on specific things that, that injure them. But most of the time, it's because they don't move enough. So start moving. Move more. It's, it's really important because you're going to get fucking old before you know it. And then everything will hurt, and it will be exponentially harder. And you're just going to want to die. And, I mean, when you're in abject pain, it's hard to blame you. But we gotta, we gotta move more, even the people who really hate it, who, who just go, it's not for me at all, I don't like it at all, they're the people that I need to reach with that message is like, walk up your stairs, man, walk around your house, walk around your block once a day. I don't give a shit about 10,000 steps, how about 200? How about one? How about more than, more than the steps that it takes you to get from your bed to your computer to your fridge to your bathroom? and loop that a couple times a day, right? Like more than that, that one's not enough because I've lived like that too. Just in the room, barely go to the bathroom, go to the kitchen, microwave a thing, come back, sit at the computer, jerk off, go until you're not even until you're tired, but until the clock says so. Go two hours past when the clock says so because you're not actually tired because you're looking at blue screens the whole time and your body doesn't know what time of day it is actually. So you don't have a circadian rhythm anymore. So you just go to bed when the clock says because, you know, your body doesn't understand how to actually function in a cycle because you're not getting any sunlight. You just end up in this loop, this endless zippy zappy loop of doom doing nothing and dying. Body gets weak if the body don't move. Anyway. Sorry, that's this is a big tangent on exercise. I just think it's so important. I just think it's so important. I guess I was talking about it because I feel so very fit and healthy now, and the chances that I might not be scare me. I forgot to check this. This is my... I'll add a, a fourth D to my duels, doctors, dragons, and dreams. I've been asking my subconscious to let me dream please 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 let me dream i'm and i've written it down i must remember the dreams please let me remember the dreams and last night i wrote down i go into my quest for now i see myself as falcon because that's the that's the animal that i've always felt most attuned to is the the falcon specifically the peregrine small bird fast bird great eyes as all birds of prey do Hawkish and beautiful. That's the the entity that I've identified with since I was six or seven. You know, people talk about spirit animals, and maybe I have the wrong spirit animal. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not that. But I wrote that down last night. I had identify as falcon, and that that spiraled me into seeing myself as Griffith. And I went and I looked at some pictures of Griffith. It's like, whoa. Maybe I don't want to identify as a bird of prey. Maybe that's not the one, actually. Interesting. And so last night I wrote down, I must remember the dreams, please let me remember the dreams. I go tonight into my vision quest. I do not see myself at all. Because that's more true. Maybe if I take away that presupposition that I am the falcon, then I could find out what I actually am. Maybe that would be worthwhile. I woke up, and I did scribble something down as though I had remembered it from a dream, but I don't... I, I had It was fuzzy when I woke up, so it's closer. My subconscious got closer to where I needed to be, which is great, because there was an element of memory there. There was an element of waking up in the middle of something important. I wrote down, locked in, doing the same thing, not dreaming, just selling. That was what I... In the few bleary moments that I had where I had a grasp on it, not dreaming, just selling. Losing that passion. Losing that, that goal, that drive towards something transcendent, right? That thing that's caused so much, well, so much chaos and strife in the last month, certainly, as I've reorganized myself. And it's a small shift in direction from here to here but that extrapolates out into a large difference in where we actually end up. But the fear of losing it, losing sight of it, ooh, that's a, that's a toughie. What if I sell out or just sell instead of dreaming, instead of aiming for something worthwhile? That's a toughie. That's a, that's a reasonable concern to have inside my, my subconscious mind. It's a reasonable concern. And so it's one that I must manage. But I look forward to going back into the dreams and seeing if I can get closer. Because if I praise my subconscious, if I say, good job, that was closer to what I want. I remembered a little bit. I was closer. Good job, subconscious. You showed me a little. Good, good, good. Let's do it again. Show me in more clarity. Let me remember it all. Let me see it lucidly if I I can. Let me understand. And maybe I can open up the door to my own dreams in a way that I have not been able to for years. Maybe I might, I might, I might find myself in them. Not the self that is the tiny bit of the iceberg st- sticking up above, but the self that is deep and down below. Hmm. Huh. God that's so funny. That's so fucking funny. That's it. That's the symbol. Oh my god. Oh my oh my god, where's my graph paper? Holy shit. Structure and order and chaos and the unknown and the known and the building of buildings. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Now I'll I'll leave it be. I won't I won't draw this on myself just yet it's hard to it's hard to demonstrate not the scribbled out portion this portion here this this is something like the symbol that I'm looking for for my other symbol. It's an iceberg with the water and the great depths below it forms a triangularesque structure and it's a it's a mountain cut off by Hibikitachibana and it's well it's it's something else that means something to me that I won't say because it would dox me to say it, and it's a number of it's a number of other things that's. Ooh, it's a multi-layered le- type of symbology. And it might be good enough with some modifications to be the thing that I tattoo on my foot. Because I have a tattoo, I've mentioned it before, I have a tattoo of a teepee on my right foot. And it's one of the forces that drives me forward is... is... individualism. And the other force that drives me forward is something else. It's more static than it is individual. It's just like a rock. It's It's like society and structure and hierarchy and and others and and communalism as opposed to individualism in a lot of ways maybe an iceberg is something like that a little bit poking up above the surface with great depths below i didn't think it would be a symbol like that it might be an iceberg that is representative of something else like an iceberg with hierarchies or or fractal geometries within it something along those lines but there's something to that symbol, and I like it a lot. Very cool. Not something that I expected to come up with during a recording, but but there you go. When you're struck by a good idea, it's important to have paper around so you can write it down. Okay, what one thing are you going to do today to make your life 1% less awful? Not even better. 1% less awful, how about? Let me know what it is, and then come back and let me know that you've done it. And I support you in it completely. Completely. Do it up. Move towards something. Okay, thanks for watching. I'm going to drink some more tea and turn my attention to Zeta Gundam in some manner. And I'll see you tomorrow. Before my doctor's appointment, I assume. It might be after, actually, because it is at 11am. I, I don't know. See you tomorrow for the Daily Brew. We'll see how it goes. Peace. And I mean it.